Hello and welcome to Audionautic Deep Space Network, episode 38. This is our weekly music production, technology, and marketing podcast. Uh, today, we all happen to be a little bit under the weather, so I apologize if we're slightly low energy, but we appreciate you hanging out, and uh, we've got a lot to talk about despite that. Um, it is Thanksgiving tomorrow here in America, so happy Thanksgiving to all of our American friends. Uh, but we are talking a lot about Black Friday deals. Uh, there is a ton of stuff going on, but we've also got some gear because what would life be without new gear? My name is Sun Warper, and with me today is Eon Lake. How are you, my friend? Hey, man. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, doing all right. What you been up to? Mixing, 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 mixing. sound like a broken record. Not just in repetition right now, but I think the last like three weeks you've said mixing, mixing, mixing. Yeah, I've been getting a little bit sidetracked, a little bit sort of like, oh, just needs a little bit more of this while I'm halfway through doing a mix, which isn't unusual. It's quite really. But um, it's going all right. I'm about halfway through. Um, this is an di- album, right? Yes. Nice. Okay. Yes, I was described recently as a maximalist electronic producer. I'm with you there, man. <laughs> How many tracks is the most tracks you've well, had actually, on a track? <laughs> um, well, it's not actually that many. Certainly not compared to uh, our good friend over there. Right? <laughs> but, yeah, what well, was um, that song, Axis, right? That had like 60 or 80 tracks. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've gone over 60 before, but I, I, I don't do that so much now. Um but even so, I mean, when you're using very thick sounds, big sounds, you know, you, normally you shouldn't have too many of those, but I seem to do it anyway. I EQ them around each other and filter them around each other a lot. That's but, what I was going to uh, say. As long as you yeah. notch EQ, then everything sits nice yeah. and tidy in the mix, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, what, what are you eyeing for a release? Sorry? What are you eyeing for a release for? Do you have any times in mind that you're going to release it? Or is it just once it's done mixing, I'll worry about that stress? Uh, It's not scheduled yet. It's going to be a long way off. Yeah. All right. All right. There's going to be a lot of other stuff coming from me in the meantime. And that's what's ticking away in the back of my head because I feel like I'm nearly at the end of something. What's next? What's next? I don't like to take a break. I like to have something to dive straight into. Yeah. I think about that as well. Cool. So what about you, man? What have you been up to? sick and that's how i woke up this morning um but other than that i've been procrastinating on that mix i'm working on for that performance on, on december 4th uh so i gotta get to that soon i think i'm just gonna make like a very long mix and play it through my sp to do effects because i'm just background music you know it's yeah. it's nothing crazy so i don't need to be like performing parts and things like that so i think i'm gonna my setup is gonna be like what i did in the video yesterday um, over on my channel with the iPad and the audio going into the SP and just doing performative effects and mastering on the SP because I, I really love that setup, especially like using Koala as the main sample chopping stuff and beats, sequencing, and then just sending it all through the SP is a lot of fun. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. Uh, I do have a release coming out Friday that I had mm. forgot about. So yeah, if anybody wants to check out some new music, that'll be out on my Bandcamp and Audionautics Bandcamp uh on friday and streaming platforms yeah oh yeah of course i get it all out everywhere at one time because it just you know it's nice to have it there if someone wants to find it i should also say we are live um thanks to everyone joining us in the chat what have you been up to this week um we are also joined of course by our audionautic co-pilot curtis how are you my friend yeah yeah it's been one of those mental weeks i'm with you yeah, yeah, it's always nice. All again, shut your eyes and you're back again, and it's Wednesday. So this yeah. is always nice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, I've been up in the mountains. I went away. It was um, you guys have got Thanksgiving coming up uh, tomorrow. Last Thursday we had uh, strife for freedom and in the uh, freedom and democracy day, which is the date of the Velvet Revolution here in the Czech Republic. Mm. Um, so everyone got a day off, and so we took it off and then went off to the mountains for four days. Went up to massive sandstone, sandstone gate and uh yeah walked up a couple of mountains Good nice uh, yeah, yeah. It's always, very much so like it's so we were staying in this pension like this little like little like b&b thing and mm. it was it was dead quiet it was just so quiet and like no uh 
not not even a car from the road, not a, even a, a cow or a sheep or anything. It's just dead quiet, like you know, almost if you're sitting in one of those rooms, quiet, where it's like there's always something buzzing, there's always something humming, but this was just nothing, and it was it was really serene, really quite surreal at first. It was like sounds you, wonderful. Makes yeah. the tinnitus very apparent, though, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, and that's when I was like, okay, cool, all right, let's not listen to music for a while. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, it was it was good fun. It was a lot of fun, much needed. This I love Prague. Prague's a great city, but it's it there's a lot of concrete, and I like trees and nature, and so yeah, it's good to get out. You know, so yeah, um, that's what I've been up to, and then we've been doing all that. That's the way so, yeah. to do it. Should we get into some news? Yes, we should yeah, say uh, we should get into some news. We should say that as well. This stream is brought to you by our patrons, uh, which is always nice. We love you. Thank you ever so much indeed. Um, if you yeah. wanted to uh, support the work we do, we are growing here. If you wanted to support the work that we do, head over to Patreon, audionautic.com slash Patreon. Patreon.com slash Audionautic. Uh, Don't I make my mistake. Yeah. Ah, there we go. <laughs> but there if we go. you just want it the easiest way, the link is in the description if you want to check it out. We've got exclusive content. Um, and a Twitter group, also a Discord group, if you don't want to be on Twitter. Uh, yeah. That's for patrons only, where we talk about all kinds of stuff. You can ask questions, we talk about gear, and um, all that good stuff. All that good stuff. We're actually starting from, I think it's this weekend? I think it's yeah, Sunday. Sunday. Uh, we're starting a new form of Starstream, where it's a 30-minute uh, hangout. We're just going to log on like this, but basically not broadcast and just have a chat. It's going to be good fun. Yeah, um, it, we when we first tested out the live setup for Audionautic for ADSN, I should say, um, we hung out with just the patrons. They came on and we just had a talk just to see if everything was working. And we had so much fun that we wanted to bring that back and chill and get to know what everybody's working on. You know, we can all kind of learn things together. What tips and tricks do we all? find have we been finding out and share them and uh, it's just a great way to grow together which is our motto together we grow i thought it was uh make it sound good dude but we have a few but well. the, the patreon few. motto and the community motto is together we grow it's fair, it's fair. <laughs> the mantra yeah. is make it sound good dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're on the same wavelength then so uh let's have a look at news um yeah it's pretty. We'll kick off with a with a with a juby, shall we? This is uh, fantastic. The Patreon chat went alive at the news of this. <laughs> um, absolutely. I mean, if you want to get, <laughs> is this what yeah, I think quite... it is? <laughs> yeah. If you want to get a bunch of ambient down tempo guys uh, talking, it is uh, the new release out of Valhalla Supermassive. Absolutely fantastic. Um, they got two What's new releases. One more time. What is it? What's that then? Supermassive. Oh, wow. It's only yeah. the greatest plugin ever. <laughs> this is perhaps uh, God's gift to ambient producers. It really is. It's absolutely wonderful. Um, completely and utterly free. Um, fantastic delay and reverb machine. Um, very low CPU. And it just... Oh, just it's got a warmth to it, hasn't it? It sounds like an old analog box, but... Yeah. It does beat sync and everything as you'd expect yeah. it to. I love that warp. The warp setting yes. is that awesome. warp setting is wonderful. Um, we we if you haven't if you're new to the channel, uh, we've been raving about Valhalla Supermassive since basically since we started this because we all love it. Um, and they have just released. Oh, hello, Tina. They've just released two uh, new presets: the Scorpio, which I'm, I'm rather fond of personally, uh, and also the Libra as well. Um, so two new kind of modes, and then within that, they'll all have their own little presets in their own right. Um, so yeah, that's a good, I suppose that's a good start, really, to be honest. Um, yeah, the presets are great on that as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now, we know that some Warper likes to put it to 100 and run it through, say, a guitar crank or it, something man. like that. You've got to crank it to 100. Yeah. We're very if it well had worked. 110, I would do it. Very much so. Uh, we all are very, quite well versed with some of these. Next updates, update, though. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> just 200 for the next update. Sign update. me up, man. <laughs> <laughs> it just turns red. Um, <laughs> always nice. Uh, Eon Lick, what are you going to be doing with the new Scorpio and Libra presets? I'm going to be uh, mixing tracks that have about 15 instances of it. Various <laughs> <laughs> instruments is what I'll be doing. No, yeah. well, actually... Um, It'll be it'll be interesting to sort of run some things through it and see what's new. Um, 
I'm often surprised by what settings I end up using on it. Um, I'll usually just run something through it and just listen to what it does to the tone first and see whether it needs to be longer, wider, more chorusy, or whatever. So I just tend to scroll through them and sort of see what the the range is, what it does to the original sound, and then pick one from there. So I'll start with the newer ones this time and see what it's got. And then, you know, do go full Sunwarper at the end where you just, you know, live in the effects alone, get rid of that nasty, dry, unprocessed. <laughs> Who needs transients? Yeah, get rid of all of that. Just turn something really quite fierce and musical and bouncy into just a drone, a big smear of uh, slowly morphing sound. That's what I'm going to do. That sounds like a great Does that answer thing. your question, mate? Oh yeah, that very much turns into you've painted quite the picture of Bob Ross of ambience. Out. All of those things. <laughs> That's very nice. Okay. Um so yeah, brand new uh supermassive from there. Um I will say really the... quickly though, one of another nice way to use supermassive on instruments is like just five percent, ten percent to just add sound in the spaces, almost like a synth yeah. or a drone behind it. Kind of like it's side chained, but uh it's just a nice little thing to do if you want to add a little more space i've even put it on distorted guitars like that to really fill out the mm. space it works yeah and if um if you really want to get weird and twisted you can put all the delays and everything to like short times i know it's counterintuitive but the really short stuff you can get some odd chorusing and phasing effects and stuff without reverb and delay because of the warp and so on you can get on it it's it's kind of lends itself to some more modulation effects as well interesting yeah completely there's a there's a lot going on in the name of uh the what you can do i've sent it to an uh, ascend myself as well so you take the take the bus of the guitar and then you put mm. it all through ascend and just kind of let it reverberate through the entire thing it's a very versatile little box and um yeah it's a very versatile little box it's great fun to see um if you haven't seen it completely free Go pick it up. Very much so. Um, so yeah, uh, very next up uh, from very much software to hardware. Um, mm. Very much software. We've got hardware. The new Moog uh, brings back the Mini Moog Model D. Uh, who put this in the docket? I Was did. Me? Yeah, um, I did. You know me and analog since. Ah, okay. All right. So, Sunwolf, tell us all about what's going on here, okay? Uh, honestly, I just saw that it's coming back and threw it in. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's all you need to know i mean the, the Moog model mini Moog model d is back i mean it's just a beast i don't i don't know if anything more needs to be said but uh yeah it's just a beast of sound i'm actually not super familiar with moog since i love what i hear of them i've never owned one i don't know um do you have howard do you have any of the moog since or the uh behringer clone of it? 27, which i've been loving again recently we've had, we've had a bit of a we've got to know each other again oh nice they they got fat sounds right that's like they're yeah the, it's yeah. just big bassy what's sounds. really useful is the analog recall and the fact you can have a plug-in in your door Ooh. that does full like capture of the interface so you can store your sounds in the actual arrangement and things like that so that's all very useful but i've got the um the copy of the uh model d by the b company that's what i thought yeah how do you like that I haven't see. I don't know the Mini Moog as well as I should. I haven't quite got the hang of how all the controls work. Like mm. the third oscillator, sort of doubles as either an oscillator. It can be a sub, or it can be, you know, a, it can be a modulation source, um, or you can just use it as yet another oscillator and have three of them running. I haven't quite plumbed the depths of it yet, but it is fat as hell. It really is. Yeah. I think Moog <laughs> um, made an app too, right? I I'm, I know I have a Model D app on my iPad, and I think yes, it's by them. They do. Yeah, that thing's pretty cool because you can see the presets list. they've made, so you can see how they're using yeah. the three oscillators. But yeah, uh, yeah, Mini Moog Model D synthesizer. It's um, let's see, I can't see the, the price. wood they've used for the case is lovely. It's some sort of um, cherry wood or something. Yeah, they've always got great design. Sourced trees or something. I don't know how many cherry wood trees they've got in Asheville, but. Um, it's it looks really nice. I mean, I even I even thought about it. I thought, oh, I knew it. it. And then just thought, that oh, don't be stupid, man. It's going to be like five thousand pounds. Yeah, something. do we know how much it is, Curtis? Is five it grand. Said, it's five, five grand. grand. Wasn't that five, how much the uh, Overheim was as well? 
last week. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I think. Okay. So five grand. Uh, are you going to have the Oberheim or are you going to have the Moog Mini D? The Oberheim will do a lot more. Yeah. Because the Moog is what? Uh, monophonic? It is. Yeah. Uh, possibly duophonic. No, I think it's monophonic, actually. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, the Oberheim will do a lot more. Definitely. <laughs> it doesn't have the same sort of prestige and it's not as pretty and so on, but, uh, or as iconic, but it's probably a lot more flexible, especially with all the MIDI and all of that stuff. Program storage and recall. I think, ah, uh, cool, uh, the, really. the, the integration with, oh, hold that thought. There is on this new, re, new re, reissue. It does have. Oh, they have included MIDI. Yeah. They've done a few little updates to it. What did they add? Well, <laughs> I don't remember the last Curtis, one. Curtis, you got the specs up there, notched, right? A notched pitch wheel. <laughs> yeah. So they've wow. got. Some uh, stuff. Yeah, a spring-loaded pitch wheel. <laughs> yeah. I, I just got to pause for a second. Your cat. <laughs> she wants to play the sin. Cats on synthesizers. <laughs> I mean, I would be mad, but Tina, do you want to? I'm in the middle of something here. Do you want to hold a drone and show us how Valhalla sounds? You know, just have her hit C. <laughs> it's very unstable, and at this point, it might collapse. Oh, there we go. Okay, I was gonna say we could get a nice demo of Valhalla. You know, if she holds a C or something, and we could just see what it sounds like. You know. we'll it, obviously. Yeah, um, she is. Yeah, she's being a bit mischievous today. So we've got yeah um, upgrades to yeah. So we've got a spring-loaded pitch wheel with a center dead band. So you've got yeah. improved playability. You've got a uh, mixer feedback modification, which allows it to touch. Yes, after touch. Um, yes, mm. updates to MIDI functionality. So they brought in MIDI, so you can integrate it into the studio in a nice way. So, nice. I mean, yeah, I mean, five grand yeah, again. That's... But that it is the is. Model D. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. that I mean, is something. <laughs> it's got to be said. I've got to be said. To, we're talking a bit about Arteria later, but the idea of uh, spoiler alert, by the way. Um, <laughs> but the idea of uh, the Arteria have the VST version in there. Well, even just their Moog's own app on iPhone yeah. and iOS. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. I want to say it's five or 10 bucks. I could be wrong, but I mean, that's whatever it is. It's definitely much, much less than $5,000. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Um, we'd like to know if you guys in the chat vibe with this at all. Uh, it'd be quite funny to see, quite interesting to see. If you've got five grand to spend on a synth, is this something that you would do? Um, I've got the, I've got, I'm the same as you, Summer. I've got the, um, iPad ones myself, but you know. Yeah, or would you get five one thousand pound cents? Yeah. Well, see, that's another way of doing it. Another <laughs> way of doing it. I can make it work. Oh well, yeah. Um, okay, that's a mini Mark Mini uh, my D. So going from, uh, we got this new one here. We got a new one out of Arturia. Actually, we talked about Arturia twice because we're talking about them later for the Black Friday deals. But oh, that's different maximum. though. That's just deals. So that's just yeah, yeah. That's fine. So yeah, uh, this is the new coming out of Arturia, uh, the Maxi Brute synthesizer. They've got a VST um, version now, uh, which has come up, um, which is sounding pretty interesting. You hear that? Yeah. 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 So I mean, yeah, you guys have got quite a bit of Arturia hardware, haven't you? Can you vibe with them quite a bit? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have the Arturia Mini Lab the the um what's it called the uh, MIDI keyboard which I'm really vibing with but I have the Micro Brute whatever the smallest little brute is that I think it's the Micro Brute the smallest the one yeah. not the not the first one the I think it's the second one the even smaller the more compact one Mini Does Brute it have panel on it is it, is it semi modular it doesn't have the little quarter inch I think it just has three or something. Yeah, it was like the smallest little one because there was one that was a little bit bigger. This one, yeah, yeah, I cool. never got a good sound out of it. It was always just very Micro mini, isn't it? Yeah, it was very metallic, which just isn't my vibe. The filter just didn't mesh with me. It's not a bad synth. It's just not a synth that's for me. Let's put it that way, you know. So send it to me. Well, if oh. you want to give me something, we can trade it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've had that synth since I think 2014, and I think I used it on. 
officially on one song, and it wasn't even a Sun Warper song. It was before yeah. that. So wow. you're gonna sell it. You can get some really rude noises out of those, but they're, they're that's the stuff. thing. It does make cool sounds, like sound effects and stuff. There was a guy who did. Um... He did a Hans Zimmer track, one of his orchestral tracks. He did the entire thing. Not sure if it was on a micro or a mini brute, and it was really quite amazing. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. And it was all done on that one thing. Yeah, like I said, you can get really cool sounds, and there's a way to change each waveform, like transformation or something. I mean, it's pretty cool. I just couldn't get a sound that I really liked on it, so it just wasn't for me. Yeah, I might sell it or something at some point, but I don't know. Micro Freak is wonderful, though. I've said it before. And, and the I'll Mini say, Freak looks incredible. Yeah. That looks up my alley, like the Mini Freak. And but the Matrix Brute is an absolute beast. I mean, if you yeah. don't believe me, dig out the um, the video of um, Paul Hartnell from Orbital demonstrating. Is that the one with all the like little touchpad things, the Matrix Brute? Yeah, it's got yeah. the Matrix in the middle of it where you do your modulation. Yeah. It's got its sources and destinations in a big grid, and you can just pair them up like that it's a monster sounding synth it really is and it's characteristic as well it, it's um i'm quite excited about a software version of it because it's a particular sound it's it's got its real own identity i would like to have one i bet you would probably brutes <laughs> now though you see which is even better it's the same thing but multi-voice uh, in the chat, 59 Perlin says, Vermona rules. That's its own synth, though, right? That's not Arturia, I don't think. Isn't that the Vermona performer or something? Correct me if uh, I'm wrong, Perlin, yes. but I think that's its own synth it's... company, not Arturia. That sounds I... amazing, though. It does. It right. does, yeah. And his videos are always awesome with yeah. it. Uh, yes, it does. This one puts her puts her face on name. We're always seeing it in Fifty Nine Perlin's videos. Uh, mm. I don't know what it is, and then all of a sudden, bang! There it is. So thank you for that one, man. That's that's quite useful. Yeah, that looks pretty lush. It's that's lovely. That's what you need. Um, so yeah, okay. That's the latest out of Arturia. Oh no, it's a German manufacturer. That's fair enough. Um, okay, okay. Anything more on Arturia? Or should I, well, should I let's talk on? about the actual synth that you that you showed off really quick because we kind of went on a tangent of. Um... Of other Arturia since you want to just read the specs and price of this one? Yeah, particularly, <laughs> yeah, please. Um, well, okay, so the Maxi, uh, the, uh, the Matrix Brute itself uh, is an editor in its own way. So the Matrix Brute uh, has complex sound changes. Um, it can go directly from the editor. It's got full integration, as you would expect, from like uh, the Poly Brute or something like that, but just in a VST version. Um, is it, And it's only $7. What? It's only seven dollars. The Arteria Max Matrix Brute MIDI editor, the controller, is available for seven dollars. Wow. Right. Sorry, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so he's buying it, Eon Lake. I, mean, I think yeah, he I think, I think he just is gonna pause the video it, yeah. and go, you know, pause his video and buy it. In the plugin was it? <laughs> wow. It's a, it's very much a monosynth and it looks it's very basic, it's a good way to get into it, and it's all just a bunch of knobs, but they're not real. It sounded knobs. good just, from that demo. It sounded like one, definitely. <laughs> did <laughs> that's a very good way of putting it sounded like one and for seven dollars i'm just yeah I that's think that might not be. too bad at all not bad at all um again it seems to be going this way like um like i said i just bought a new laptop and i'm installing all my vsts i'm thinking oh i could just buy all the vsts and just have everything as i go um but we'll have to see where that goes so yeah that's the that's uh, the matrix brute you the wonderful, wonderful people at Yuhi. Have you seen what's going on at Yuhi? I'm going to right now, I think. <laughs> In theory. Please um, enlighten us. <laughs> so as uh, as some of us know, or you might know, uh, Hans Zimmer is an absolute fan of Yuhi. He loves them. Um, and he his favorite, he came out uh, the other week or the other month and said that his favorite VST that he uses is the Zebra. Um yeah. That's the one uh, where you can just drag sections of synth into the sort of chassis and uh, build a, a synth of your own with the number of LFOs and oscillators and stuff you want, right? Very much so. Yeah, very mm -hmm. much so. Um, and uh, so he's been working. It's a very, well, it's a very versatile synthesizer in its own right. And he's been working with Yuhi to create the Zebra 2, which is specifically, specifically for um, cinematic kind of sounds. Which is really interesting. Cinematic kind of sounds there. I don't know if you guys are used to Zebra or the Zebralette. There's lots of 
uh, spiky sawtooth sound. It's very mm. good for EDM, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's very rough. It's a very rough sound. Um, the Zebra 2, from what the introduction has said, um, or has kind of given us, it's very cinematic, like I say. Yeah. Hans Zimmer, you know, classic. Uh, Zimmer-esque. Zimmer-esque, very much so, yeah. <laughs> very much so. And, yeah, so we've got lots going on here. I mean... Yeah, that is very orchestrally. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Very underscore, very... But very spacey at the same time. I'm um, assuming all those sounds are coming from the zebra, right? Yeah. I just keep so yeah. Yeah, as you can see, you just click and drag in and make your own chains. That That's really cool. Really yeah. How much does this cost? So, um, you come down here. So, if you already have the zebra, you mm. can upgrade to the zebra 2 free. That's of nice. Very cool. Yep. Yeah. And if you have, if you don't, it's 100 euro. Well, 99 yeah. euro. Yeah. Um, and which, I think that comes with a couple other things right like a few zebra things zebra 2 all zebra sound sets yeah okay yeah that's so cool. you get yeah. you get all the more so you get all those preset packs as you go mm. so that's pretty good for 100 for 100 euros that's yeah. not bad at all um, so, as yeah. far as audio quality goes they don't really get much better than this do they I mean, How about CPU destruction? Is it similar to Diva? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was gonna say. As far as is. CPU drain, <laughs> I mean the Zebra. The Zebra is actually pretty good itself. The original, oh, okay. it's pretty yeah. good for CPU. Um, the I don't know. I mean, this is a different vibe, though. This is a completely different vibe. So it, we don't know. I, it, it, it probably it scales as well, depending on your patch as well. Mm-hmm. How oh, much? Sure. Yeah, but yeah, I think it's probably got potential to, um, yeah, use up a few cycles on your CPU. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. But you get bang for your buck, really. Sure. I mean, you know, it, it, it sounds the ticket. You know, you can do It's easily professional standard stuff. Yeah, completely. Definitely um, interested. I, I remember seeing that they were announcing that and being nice to Zebra owners as well. I really <laughs> like that. It it reminds me in an opposite way of like the Strymon, you know, all Strymon pedal owners of the Big Sky don't get the nice plugin or an upgrade path for the plugin, you know. But here, oh, a discount is nice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even like an upgrade path, you know, like oh, so if you own it and you have it licensed, you get it for a hundred bucks or something. But here, it's just like, hey, if you already own Zebra, you get all of this. If you've got anything of ours already, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? It would be, yeah. You, I mean, you hear a great company just full stop, mm. really. I mean, they give a lot of stuff out for free, and they're the stuff that you do buy is relatively it's not overly priced for a decent sound quality. And uh, they are, as far as I'm aware, I don't know, I, I don't know about uh, the Diva somewhere, but I mean, you can just move them between you can just move them. There's like multiple licenses and that they're not very restrictive. On I would assume can. it's the same. I mean, I've only activated them on one computer, so I'm not sure, but. I would assume mm-hmm. if they do it one way with a bunch of synths, it would be with all of their stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember like the early days of VSTs where you would listen to one and you think, oh, it sounds all right in isolation. You put it in some music and find it just sounds flat or a little bit sort of grainy or just, you know, you can tell it's a VST. And it was like people like this um, that led the charge that nowadays you know you think is it hardware is it software i'm really not sure doesn't you know? even matter now <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah i mean and especially if you're if you want you know a big thick sound with a million notes playing at once you know software actually lends itself to it better and you've you know you don't have to sacrifice on the quality anymore and it was companies like this that really sort of pioneered that i think yeah oh, definitely said for that. um these days, it's becoming ever easier to get a decent sound from inside the box, and mm. uh, a lot more producers and the entire genres have been taken by just a laptop and a MIDI keyboard, which is it's really interesting to see. Um, it paves new roads for all the musicians in the world. It's really nice to see. Completely. Um, well, that is it for the news this week. That was quite a bit of news. <laughs> um, quite a bit of news. Um, I mean. We have a little bit of a special segment coming here um, because, I mean, it's not. We don't usually in the show we go straight to the round robin, but it is Black Friday, um, and this is kind of like the best holiday of the year for us. Lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, screw Christmas. If you're it's looking not... for new gear, 
Yeah. It's not different. if you're trying to save money and not buy new gear. That is just yeah. the worst Apparently day ever. this started about something about it was a good time to buy presents for other people for Christmas, but now it's just... <laughs> Get gear. Theory. Who needs to buy yeah. Christmas presents for family, right? Exactly. Find um, a song at Christmas on your new gear. <laughs> I mean, I can't afford to buy my anyone presents this year because I spent it all on myself. So, yeah, good Christmas yeah. tide for us all. Um, so um, let's uh, let's go to it for you. So we're going to start with um, uh, we're going to start with uh, let's do our let's do one of a, an all rounder, shall we? Um, the latest coming out of Sound Toys. Now Sound Toys, we yeah. all vibe with in its entirety. Yeah. Uh, we all talk about, and they've got some massive Black Friday sales going on. Yeah. Uh, Somewhat you put this in, didn't you? Yep. Yeah, I mean, 55% off Sound Toys 5, so from 500 to 230 uh, it's not a bad deal if you're looking for a pretty awesome suite of plugins. I mean, it comes with all of their plugins, I believe. Um, I always use Little Plate, Echo Boy, and Decapitator used to always get used. Now I use uh, Tape Mellow 5 from Arturia, but, but I mean, Decapitator has its place still, like on the drum bus or something like that. It's a good way to go. I mean... 230 i think it was not bad for what you get they're incredible sounding and usually especially with like distortions soft or plug-in distortions i always hear like a digital clipping you know and things like that even on like light pushing but with decapitator i only really get that if i go you know over extreme it it usually just sounds like a nice saturation and uh gives it a little more crunch radiator is a good one too for distortion um yeah you use devil lock a lot yeah devil lock is crazy to get some really cool sound design like uh, if you want those doom like uh what was it 2016 doom the video game the soundtrack with yeah. that like gritty you know you make like three buses and do these crazy distortion routings you can get insane with that one <laughs> i think there were a couple other deals they were doing like an upgrade path that was cheap uh like a reduced price for upgrading yeah. They've been, yeah. um, they've been advertising that, um, cheap individual plugins for some time, and that's how I got it originally, because when you've got some plugins, they'll give you, a, when you log into your account, they'll quote you for an upgrade for the whole lot. And the more plugins that, that you that have, kind of which you obviously pick up, you know, when they're being sold cheap, yeah, um, they count for an upgrade. And I don't know what it cost me, but I certainly didn't pay anything like full price when I did get it all. There, there comes a tipping point where it's right, well, I may as well just get the rest. And it's one of those things where I got it for a few effects that I really wanted, but I've used every single thing in that at some point and found some new favorites that I didn't think I was going to like. So, yeah, I definitely recommend it. Um, yeah, let's have a look. Uh, the I did this last year. So when they when they did this uh, when they did this deal last year for Black Friday, I bought it, and I think it was probably the best purchase I've made for plugins. Um, as Sunwarper said, um originally they are absolutely fantastic high quality and i mean 229 dollars it's a big investment but you get a lot for your money there and you're not none of them are going to be wasted um as you said 55 percent off upgrading 80 yeah. percent off individual plugins and gift cards for those of us who want to buy for our fellow producer <laughs> and uh kamikaze shots in the chat said i bought everything last year on black friday never again <laughs> yeah we, we've all been there <laughs> yeah sorry mate. i feel that one i feel that one um <laughs> so that's sound toys um before we get uh to the next one because uh, I well, we're going to native instruments next, and I we have Lars Hur in the lobby now. Lars is a massive fan of native instruments, um, so uh, let's bring it's him in. Opinion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for those who are new to the show, this is the point. Uh, about halfway through the show, we invite our patrons. Uh, we get to come on the show with us. They get the Google Meet link um, in the Patreon chat, and yeah, we they come on and we have a chat. So yeah. Um, this is the first time we've seen Lars Hur in the public realm. He has been around in the private realm. But yeah, yeah, he's in our in. Twitter group all the time. Exactly, yeah. So the man himself, the man himself, we'll bring him in. Hello. Hey, sir. what's up, Lars? <laughs> yeah, he is. Hello. Okay, hang on a second. I can't hear you guys. We have a thing. We have a thing. Can you hear me? Yeah, just hear if you, yeah. you're able to lower your volume a little bit. 
trying to read your lips. Oh, he's not getting this. <laughs> He'll get sent back. Lower the volume. I see a BC Rich. I see a, yeah. I, I see a cigar box. Uh, Let me see. When he sees us, I'll give him a mind. Too loud? Uh, yeah. Yeah, too loud. Yeah. Yeah. Make it work. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. Hopefully we'll we don't have work. to do this the whole rest of the episode. <laughs> See a way to go forward. Um, but yeah. Um, well, why don't we talk thought... about a different um, deal while he's sorting this out? Let's get it through, yeah. Um, mm. La- Lars Hill is one of our patrons, like we say. and uh, he's got He does uh, a blog, uh, The Fringes of Sound, which is a great, great place to find all your eclectic different forms of uh noise experimental uh ambient everything in the downtown all sorts of electronic music isn't it yeah Yeah, it's beautiful um it keeps it going and it's mental uh it's lovely it's lovely to see um one of our audionautic uh label mates fcc uh, has just helped to upgrade and change all the decals so it looks all beautiful and lovely so yeah go check it out fringeofsound.com uh it's a wonderful place um while we're sorting that out with Lars, let's, yeah, let's have a talk look. another deal. Let's talk Black about Friday another deal. deal. We're going to talk about this one actually comes uh, relatively from our patrons indirectly. Um, <laughs> this came up from uh, 59 Perlin, who was chatting in our patron chat um, during the week. And the RC20 retro color is down from 100 euro down to 49.40. Oh, now, man. Either of you guys ever used this before? No, uh, most of what it can do, I believe I can do on the SP. So I just do it there. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair what enough. does it do? This is your all-in-one lo-fi box. Yeah. Um, all-in-one uh, lo-fi box, essentially. You've got, um, it, it has, it's a full effects rack. So you've got your standards, like your compression and your overdrive and your distortion, etc. But you've also got ways to warp sound. You've also got ways to... Uh, like a bit like the tape Melo Fi to dis- to saturate and uh, yeah. distort the sound. Uh, Is that make a reverb too or something? There's a little bit of reverb yeah. on there as well, uh, very much so. Right. And yeah, mm. and um, it is uh, it's a beautiful little box F- for fifty euro. For fifty euros, which is about fifty bucks at the moment, um, give or take. If you are a beat maker or you're if you're into lo-fi, and I mean, who's let's face it, who doesn't like uh, making lo-fi these days? Um, <laughs> The this is a really good box. One of those where uh, you sit, you you sit, you buy it, and anything you've got instant lo-fi. So I mean, mm. that's the best thing you can do for that, really. Yeah. Um, Are you yeah. thinking of getting it, or do you have it? I don't have it. I I had it uh, at work uh, for a little bit. I you, if I'm looking for a quick fix, I'll use it. I currently don't have the money to spend fifty euros on it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If I if I did, I would, because it is great. Because, again, it's one of those where if you don't want to... You can create a good lo-fi sound with a, a signal chain, stock Ableton or stock Logic, for example, and it works just fine. But if you want an instant lo-fi sound where you don't have to think about it, say you're on a deadline or a schedule, yeah, then it's perfect. You don't have to think about it. Just whack it on. I you should can make say, it Ian, like the MPC, the most recent plugins they added, um, adds like their own type of rc20 i forgot what it's called but it has the vinyl changes the lower resolution things it's a plug-in for the mpc so if you still have that one you could always get it there too but i don't know the discount in the chat uh thomas says the wobble works wonderful on the rc20 yeah i mean who everyone loves a good wobble right (laughs) when it comes to lo-fi or even ambient it sounds good yeah Yeah, it sounds a bit broken doesn't it yeah a little bit Yeah, that warble, that nice drift. I mean, you can. It doesn't have to be lo-fi. That's the cool thing. You can just make things sound kind of old. It's a fun way of doing sound design too, even. Yeah, uh, a big fan of taking like voice samples and then putting it through that as well. Like things that you just wouldn't normally think of. Obviously, you got your piano and guitar, mm-hmm. but taking something completely off and just kind of just bending it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wacky sounds. So yeah, RC twenty, absolutely fantastic retro color. Um, now here we go is he here yeah he's here can we hear you lars i can hear you guys hey we can hear you yeah Uh, yeah uh, good to have you how are you i'm pretty great actually yeah Uh, i managed to get off work earlier today so i was just like oh shit you guys are actually doing the thing i can actually join the thing (laughs) yeah oh good to have you here i know say what 
how is getting all set up in the studio? How is everything? Are you all back to back to where you're at? We're in the move. So, I mean, as you can clearly see, it's not like 100% together, but it's enough together enough to do stuff. Is that a BC yeah. Rich behind you? It is. It uh, is. A, uh... Is that for your ambient metal music? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to start a metal project. I use it for a little bit of noise. Nice. It's not a great one. It's the um it's like the stripped down war beast, the son of beast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was when I was eighteen and got a credit card at Guitar Center. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was a, a Les Paul. I still used it for metal um, though, but I got a Les Paul. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. my wife actually bought me one of those for Christmas like a few years ago. She awesome. got me like, yeah, she got me a pretty nice one. I was surprised. I was like, no way. How much? Don't tell me how much you spent on this. Why Please. is it not behind you? Because I keep it in the case. Cause oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. My, I keep I keep my less calls in the case too because we have a lot of um, humidity and like moisture, so they get oh yeah a lot of nastiness. I keep the strats and stuff here because they look better aged. But the Gibsons, they need to look pristine, right? They they have right. like a thing when they get old when they start looking older, they just don't look as cool. But the strats, like you want the worn wood and the mm-hmm. the worn paint and all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, I just have a four-year-old who is very destructive. So. <laughs> oh, that's another reason, I guess. <laughs> I came in the room one day, and he had knocked the case off the wall. Like, he had knocked it over, and he's standing on it. I'm like, <gasps> oh, man. I love you. I love you, kid. I love you so much. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> well, should we talk about Native Instruments now that we got Lars here? Yeah, we're saving this for yes. Lars for when you turn up. Are um, you a fan, Lars? I am I am a huge fan of native instruments. I got I got the micro. Nice. I got the complete 32. And I'm in, it's still in the box, but I have the original uh machine mark one. I don't use it anymore because I gotta get it fixed. The um the pads, you have to yeah. get these like uh sensors to replace them because you have to like really slam on it to get any sound out of it now. That mm. micro, is that the machine micro? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, is that? Do you use that as like? Because you can use the micro, uh, the machine as like a DAW, right, or like an MPC. Is that how you use it, or do you use it more for as like a Ableton push almost or something? So what I usually do is, is like whenever I start like trying to make something, I start coming up with ideas. Like I'm doing it all inside a machine, and then once I have like everything I want, I uh, load it up as a VST and Reaper. That way, I can multi-track right. everything out and do the actual mixing. Oh. It makes really good sounds, but it's like as far as like mixing, like doing a mix down in it, like you might as well just like shoot yourself in the face. It's gonna take oh, you forever. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yeah, let's talk native instruments. What have they got going? On? <laughs> so yeah, uh, right. we'll start with that. So uh, do you have, okay? You talked about the hardware, Lars. Is there anything particular in the soft in the software, any of the plugins that yourself that take your eye? So I really like. Uh, reactor i don't have the full version of reactor but i always buy like a lot of the different like reactor instruments mm. my favorite one and i don't know if they have it on sale is uh form i actually did a video yeah, yeah i did a video a little while ago uh with me playing with it but it's like i have this giant sample collection that i've collected like over the years i measured it like what like three or four months ago and it's sitting somewhere around like i think 430 gigabytes of samples <laughs> so yeah, I get to um wow. I get to, yeah, I get to go into form and I get to move it all around and like it gives you the ability to manipulate samples in a really cool way. But I also um a big thing is like since I have a machine, I'm always buying the expansion packs cuz mm-hmm. it gives you a lot of like nice ready sounds and like I don't use a whole lot of drum kits, but if you want drum kits, like there's always ones in the packs. So, yeah. yeah. They're oh damn. yeah, I totally forgot they make guitar rig too. That's what I use. What yeah. is I can't see it very well. What is the um uh, discount they're down, offering? It's down from two hundred euros to ninety nine euro fifty. So you oh, save ninety nine euro fifty. And that's oh, six. Euros. I think I have guitar rig five. That might be something I'm gonna look into. Uh it's good fun guitar rig. Yeah. Uh, really good fun. It seems to be that the the sales themselves for on native instruments are more of like your um like traditional instruments, you got your basses, you got your guitars, yeah. quartets, which is always nice. Um, and also, there they've got they've teamed up with Isotope on this occasion. They might own them, I think. Do they own them? I think there's yeah. a few plugin companies that are all kind of like under one banner now. Mm. Fair, fair. I, I could be wrong. If anybody knows in the chat, feel free to correct me. But I think they might own them, or one owns the other, or something like that. 
this this I'm one. Not sure. Not sure. No. Okay. No, I'm, well, not sure. I'm not sure who owns them. I always thought they were their own uh, thing, but I'm I know, pretty uh, sure there was a buyout. Let me check. I can't yeah. remember if they bought them out or they just partnered up. But yeah, that could be too. That could be a thing. I use well, a lot of Isotope stuff too. So new umbrella I'm, company called Soundwide. They they're together. Uh, mm. Fair enough. Mm. Um, you got the same I, dad. <laughs> my dad sound wide is their dad <laughs> yeah. oh wow um, the the really interesting ones coming out of isotope the reason i bring them up or we got them here is that the usually for example the isotope holiday bundle um which is basically everything comes down from 825 euro to 60 euro yeah it's isotope does some crazy sales. drastic sales quite That's often how I ended up with isotope. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's not just like black that. friday they do it a bit more than that they do some really good deals um mm. but mm. the good deals are usually for those lower tiered versions of the isotope plugins like you know how they have yeah. ozone and then they have ozone elements which does far mm -hmm. less but still does something like that's usually mm. what i found but um yeah like you it's, can see there it's got neutron elements is down oh. to like 40 bucks or something right there yeah yeah, the ozone elements is your basic one come through. That's going for forty, but if you spend an extra ten, you could get the yeah, elements of everything. That's pretty good as far as upselling goes. I mean, a good it's a pretty good way of doing it. Yeah, um, very nice work in that way. Um, Anybody in the chat use any isotope plugins and that you'd recommend grabbing on this deal? Let us know. I I, I use all of them. <laughs> you use them all, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I I, I, I use um, RX quite a bit, especially with like podcasts and stuff like that oh yeah i've had yeah. to use it when i uh, recorded some uh vocals for people before because mm -hmm. for some reason i i always end up with people coming in to record stuff and they don't know how close to be to the microphone how far away to mm -hmm. be from the microphone like i love i love hearing you spit directly into the mic i know when they say spit into the mic like no no not actual spit though thanks guys uh, make it work make it work um, I mean, just before we move on, uh, I'm curious, have you ever used Laws, Lars? I have not used that <laughs> one. I've been looking at that one for mm. a while, but uh -huh. I don't know. I just, I can't seem to pull the trigger on it. That's fair. If you change your mind, let me know. I'll be, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. same, same to you. I'm looking at down from 99 to 99, uh, 199 down to 99.50. Um, organic textures with a LIGO eclectic synergistic instruments. Sounds very... That just sounds sexy, to be fair. So I'm <laughs> and real quick, before we move on to in the chat, uh, Thomas, like I said, says he only has used uh, Isotope RX for audio repair and up and down sampling. Yeah, it, yeah. it even I've had some clipped guitars where I've used RX to kind of declip them slightly, and it it can work. Sometimes it causes some phasing, but if you do it right, sometimes you can. If it's just a little clipping, you can just get it right there to get it out. Oh, Willebrand woke up nice and early. Got it. What time is it there for you, Willebrand? He says, hi, guys. Oh. Up early and saw this was live. Well, hello. Happy to see you here. How are you? What time is what? it there? <laughs> Morning, oh my God. Uh, what time is it in Australia right now? But we'd like to see. Um, Carl, welcome. Hi. Early in the morning, one. isn't it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, he said woke up early, so it's got to be morning. But, <laughs> but define morning. That's the question. <laughs> I don't wanna, yeah. What, I uh, what other deals have we got going on? Anything that is else? actually the last. That is the last of the deals that we've got okay. uh, on the docket. There are every, They are everywhere. Yeah, there's tons. And if anybody has any that they think we should check out, let us know down below. Uh, real quick, Willebrand says it's 7 a.m. So it's not as bad as I thought it was. Okay. But that uh, that's still early. <laughs> Lars, what what's one you want to recommend? So does anybody use uh, plugins by Sugar Bites? No, I've never Sugar even Bites. heard of Oh, I have done. You never heard of Sugar Bites? Oh, man. So I use... Here, let me see. Can I share my screen on here? Uh, no, I'm afraid only I can because I am a, I, 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 only, uh, I have the power, I think. I only have yeah. the power. Oh, um, that's cool. Yeah. Just let us know what they're I've offering. Got, I've got them we'll here. I have out. got them here. Yeah. I have so them it's here. like... Pretty much every plugin they offer right now is in between about looks like thirty percent up to sixty percent. So a lot right. of the ones that I use, um, I like to use uh, Cyclop is really fun. It gives you like a lot of really weird like if you're trying to get like dubstep like bass sounds, yeah, awesome. But my favorite one of what they make so far is uh, Obscurium. Like I use that like to get a name. lot of really really weird uh synth textures and the really cool thing about it is it can actually host vsts inside of it 
So you can, oh, yeah, you can use another synth inside man. of it and use it to manipulate the synth. It has this really like you're seeing the um, the main screen here. Uh, all those dots like correspond to all the different uh, parameters over here, and you can adjust them however you want. And it goes along the grid, like right to left or left to right or back and forth if you so choose, <laughs> to give you all these different like manipulations like automatically. Wow. So. Uh, it is currently on sale for, I'm looking at plugin boutique right now. looks like they got it for 70 bucks. I would highly recommend that one, especially right. if you want to do like weird synth textures, which I'm guessing most of us here do. Uh -huh. Very, much yeah. Very much so indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good shout, love. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah, if anybody yeah. else wants to add one in the chat, let us know and we'll mention it. But I think, as is now, we should probably move to the out. round robin. Mm, very much so. Um, a small round robin this week because uh, we have so we had so much news and so much to share. Just a little one this week. Nothing uh, too. Uh, what's the phrase? Nothing too existential because um, everyone's sick. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, she seems to be doing all right. Yeah, yeah. he's carrying us now. His back's really hurting from holding us up right now. <laughs> I'm getting old. My back hurts no matter what. Now. There we go. We're just strengthening it then for you. <laughs> You're doing the reps. This is physical therapy for me, guys. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, so last week, uh, we had a round robin all about software. And uh, I promised uh, some author that we talk about hardware this week. Um, and mm. I'm a man of my word. And I don't <laughs> want to make him mad. Uh, I wouldn't have gotten mad. Just disappointed. <laughs> Never upset someone. It's not that I'm Never. mad. I'm just disappointed, okay? It's just this too much. It's just all that caffeine. and you just. Yeah, I only have one it. cup a day. I don't know where this misnomer <laughs> came about that I'm just this caffeine addict. Yeah. Go from there. <laughs> Eon Lake. He always calls me a caffeine addict. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so in the name of hardware, I wanted us to have a think about our studios and think about... Um, what hardware that we have in our studio that might be considered underrated. So either something that is really useful, which people don't really think about, um, or something that is a, a especially a good value, for example. I don't know, like a cheap piece of gear or something like that. But something that um, brings a lot of value to your studio, but then doesn't bring, isn't the first instance that you think about. Not a new synth or something like that. Everyone thinks about a new synth, that kind of thing. But what is there? What is sitting there? that you really appreciate about the studio and is often overlooked. Who would like to go first this week, gentlemen? Mm. I've got something, but you know, we've got a guest here. Yeah. So if Lars out. has something ready, I don't want to put Lars on the spot. Means, but if, yeah, Lars, not to put you on the go, spot, bro. but if you've got something, if not, I can, Man. I can go first. Well, here's, here's the problem is like, I don't have a lot of hardware mainly because, um, oh, what's it called? I'm kind of cheap. So, <laughs> well, I would say um, the controller, the uh, machine, and those would count as hardware, even if they're powering, you know, I, I yeah. can't remember, is that I, machine standalone or is that one, it has to have the app running? So, like the Micro and the Mark III, they're both, uh, you have to have the software running with it, but now they have Machine Plus, which is its own like hardware standalone controller. That's it. Which okay. I definitely want as soon as they can give me third-party VST support. Oh, uh, yeah, that's uh, huge. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I have most of their plugins too, but, I mean, you're going to tell me I can't use all my favorite ones right now? That's <laughs> that's kind of a deal-breaker, guys. Sorry. Yeah. Well, so would you say that that machine micro or the um, controller you've got is like your underrated piece of gear, or is there something else? Um, honestly, uh they're, they're what I use the most, my keyboard and my machine. Um, aside from that, I have all these nice guitars sitting around. That's going to say about the BC Rich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. BC Rich. I, I love it. But actually, like, I love the BC Rich, but my favorite guitar is probably... Oh, I thought he was going to grab that little guy. Oh. <laughs> I thought he was going to go with that. My cigar box guitar. Yeah. That's a fun little waste of time. <laughs> hey, with sampling, nothing is a waste of time. Yeah, yeah. That is true. That is very true. But yeah, I bought this guitar probably about, oh, I've had it for like six or seven years now. Oh, that's sick. And I'd never even heard of the uh, the brand before. But huh. yeah, it's called Recording King. 
but it's really great. Like it gives you like, it's some of like the bluesiest acoustic sounds like nice. I've ever heard come out of guitar. And it was like between that or a, um, a Fender. And I was just like, yeah, I like, I like the way this sounds better. And people were like, you didn't get the Fender. I was just like, I didn't, I didn't need a Fender. It's all preference, yeah. man. It's all, it's all preference. About it's not all about what sounds good to you. I like the drum in the corner as well because you know you can't have no drums, right? I mean, no drums. I got <laughs> just story, at least one. The story behind that snare drum is my daughter wanted to start playing drums, right? And I was like, oh, okay, well, let me just get you started. So I found that like a used deal at Guitar Center or whatever. I brought it home. I'm like, hey, here you go, honey. She goes, wham, wham. I'm bored. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> And then that's how you start. That's how your entire music project started. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Oh, what's that the was the origin. Yeah. You? Yanli, what about you? What's your underrated piece of gear? Wow. See, favorite gear is MS Twenty yeah. and Sub Thirty Seven. That's too easy. Most I've talked about the Micro Freak before about being really flexible mm-hmm. and being quite cheap. But actually, I'm going to go with something I haven't looked at nearly enough yet, and that's the. Um, the modal cobalt eight ah uh, yeah was what i bought to be my new digital poly synth to do all of that stuff it's got some really nice patches on it one of them i think sunwolf would like call boards or something I don't know, boards. oh yes indeed <laughs> somebody on uh, one of my videos on my youtube mentioned i think it was modal craft synth have you heard of that yeah. one yeah, it's a tiny little thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, is that one of those like really small ones? It's uh, like a Volca yeah. size or something. Yeah. A little bit yeah. bigger than a Volca, like okay. two two Volcas. It's a little tiny one with like the black up here and the white down here. Yeah. I, I I think I saw yeah. Ricky Tinez or some somebody do a video with that. But I said he mentioned yeah. it, and I was like, I gotta ask Eon like if he knows that. Yeah. Synth. <laughs> I forgot what I paid for this, but it, it's got the best key bed of any of my synths. And it was cheaper than, well, it's less than a quarter of, of, of the price of some of them. Yeah. Um, it's got loads of different waveforms. The oscillators do lots of different waveforms and they'll morph between them. There are even, there are a lot more filter types and so on than I've seen on anything else before as well. Some really weird notch filters and so on. Nice. Um, there's just tons of stuff on it and it's got inbuilt DSP. It's got nice reverbs and, and delays and stuff in it. And it's it's like a sub five hundred pound poly synth. So I mean, it's a lot in one tiny little package. I really like it, and I really haven't used it much. It's on most of what I do, but I don't. I've not really delved deep into it or featured it or anything. It's just doing pad type stuff, you know. So that's something I'm going to be focusing on over the next year to sort of. I've got to milk that and get some more. <laughs> more mileage out of it there you go and curtis what about you uh mine's got to be my uh audio box from personas which is a little two channel audio interface that i've got um very dull i mean it's people got you know it's not this not a great piece of gear it's gonna be a lot more dull than yours well yours is the uh uh lpk no no it's not i I, i'll i'll explain (laughs) later continue with yours though <laughs> um yeah no i i love it it's the first it was my first uh interface that i bought when i was like 14 something like that and I've, it's lasted me up and i'm 30 I'm 31 now um and it's lasted me up until that now it's incredibly small so it's about ooh, not my mic it's about that big um it's, it's currently fine. that is small <laughs> yeah it's, it's about that big considering how old it is that's pretty small. that's pretty crazy yeah. yeah yeah and it's it goes in my back it goes in my backpack and it means that I can have uh, high quality sound everywhere I go. My microphone at the moment is being plugged into it, and um, and I'm running out my second, my normal interface. I've actually got two interfaces running at the same time, which is really handy. Um, and yeah, it's really good. You can, can mix on the move, that kind of thing. You don't have to be slaved to the internal uh, sound card or anything like that. And it's got a really nice, like just kind of crackly sound to it on <laughs> when you put guitar in it and i kind of like that there i kind of go. vibe with it it's nice yeah, cool yeah for some of her what okay. what is this mystery so- piece of gear <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> laugh i think so first let me give a preamble uh thomas in the chat said that his choice would be his akai lpk 25 usb midi keyboard use that one every time 
And I was just going to mention that while it's not an Akai, which is why I said no to Curtis, I have been loving, and this is not my pick, but my 25 key Arturia, the mini lab, mm. having that mm-hmm. just so handy, like right on my desk, not taking too much space. It's just been great for creativity, but my choice would be varying numbers of, let me see if I can even get this in tripods and things that hold ah. your phone. This, yeah. as you all know, I've been talking about this little tripod. And then of yeah. course, this is Streamlabs. The I'm running like how we do, how we do the show is on my phone. I can control it like a remote. Um, so th- that, or I'll film with it. This one, the one up here is great for getting video of any of my hardware or keyboards, things like that. And then of course a normal tripod. So yeah, things that tripod. like hold the phone to film. Cause if you're trying to do, excuse me, videos or anything like that, it's nice to have a couple different angles that can accommodate all kinds of different like yeah. setups. Very much so. And we also got in the chat, Willibrand said, my Korg mini delay Monotron just doesn't get enough love. That is that tiny little guy, right? Because I think I have the blue Monotron, not the uh, delay one. But I think the delay one's like that black one. Um, What were you going to say, Jan Lake? And I see you're grabbing one, aren't? don't you? Yeah. That's the one I have. Yeah, the blue one. The duo, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. uh, No, I can't remember, actually. Sorry. It's gone. Yeah. Well, it's more important to talk about the Monotron. (laughs) <laughs> yes, little thing. So yeah, that that's a very brief wrapped up uh, round robin. It's just it's interesting to shine a light on the underdogs of the studio. You know, people always buying speakers and big heavy synths and stuff like that. It's nice, just the yeah. little things that make your workflow a to little bit. To be fair, nicer. we do contribute to that issue with every episode <laughs> talking about gear and plugins. But uh, yeah, yeah, that this is our this is our uh making up for that <laughs> yeah it's all about it's all about balance you've got to yeah. find that harmony in the ebbs and flows of life yeah there you, know, you go that kind of work, yeah know, that kind of thing but yeah uh that's what we get and we don't have a marketing this week well um, yes i have been very sick i went to the spotify masterclass and it was very informative i will relay that information next week um i have two pages of notes and i looked at it this morning to compile it and i was like i I can't do this today. So I apologize. I know I promised it, um, but I will talk about it next it week. Come, yeah. I'm yeah. surprised that, that you, you know, got that much out. I was very surprised. They yeah, just started going cool. off on like super important. It started with like stuff that was like, yeah, okay, that's great. You know, like just the filler stuff. But then they started really talking about like they interviewed editorial people, like people who do the editorial stuff. And they were just saying like what they look for, things to do. I'll give you one quick tip because it popped in my head. They said to link to your social media or anything in the um, submission. If you've got like social media around the song or if you have a story about the song, like we talked about a couple episodes ago, having a story about your releases, they want to see that because they're like, we don't just look at Spotify. We want to see how you do in other places to see if there's like a story and things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'll, I'll explain more about that and elaborate next week, but... That's just a little a little taste because I promised something. So, <laughs> we'll have to look forward to. Um, okay. Yeah, very much so. Cool. Uh, we'll see where it goes. We all have playlists of some description, uh, as always. Um, and yeah, so nice see. Does uh, Lars before we go? Does a uh, friend of sound? Does it have a playlist attached to it? Hmm. No, I have not set up a playlist for it. I still have the um, the playlist that I've been going with for a while, but I'm considering doing like an actual on the fringes like playlist. The problem I keep running into is a lot of the people like I'd be doing it. I'm doing it through Bandcamp. Yeah. A lot of people just opt not to put their stuff on Spotify. Yep. So, which I kind of get because it kind of sucks that it costs so much money to put stuff up on like all the streaming services. Well, there are freeways and we'll be talking about that soon. In a couple episodes from now, we'll be talking about the all kinds of different distribution paths. There are free distributors and things like that. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. At the same I mean, time, you might expect over time that the that those costs might go up because obviously, the more storage that is required, the more ah, people... bringing it back to ah, that discussion. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna start yeah, we we can't all be Taylor Swift, I guess. I know. Well, it's our job oh. to get in the way of Taylor Swift and <laughs> disrupt it, right? Why, why um, we got to bring T Swizzy into this? <laughs> no, because that's what the the article we talked about. They're like. Yeah. They wanted to gatekeep so the, it. They were like quality artists. music, like Taylor Swift and this and that. And no yeah. knock on Taylor Swift. I'm just saying not everybody is, you know. Consumers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think <laughs> we can go. 
I should also yeah. say we do have a playlist as well, uh, the Audionautic Radio playlist. I did not get to update it this Monday, but it's updated every week. The update will go live today. Um, but yeah, if you want to check out the latest in unique and independent electronic music that is on Spotify, you can head to that. It's the in the description. The link is in the description. Um, but yeah, we'd love to have you over there. We recently passed over 300 followers, so we appreciate everyone oh, checking nice. it out and helping us all grow over there. And like we said earlier, together we grow. Everybody wins from, you know, checking it out. So yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. If you're starting your own playlist, we uh, was it last week we were talking about tips? That's right. To, uh, yeah. Doing that. So good ones. Catch us. Yeah, we have a ADSN playlist on our YouTube where we have every episode. So if you want to catch up, you can watch that. We also have some lovingly edited clips of specific segments over on our YouTube. So if you haven't yet already, subscribe and you can check them out. Oh yeah, I love I love catching the clips on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Uh, it's always a nice little thing to see. Uh, Keep it going throughout the week. If you can't tune in or you can't stay for the whole show, get these little bite-sized little bits of information. It's always good fun. Um, yeah. Yes, yeah, very much so. We are tuning in early next week. Uh, Some author has another EP out, and so not another. Going... I haven't had an EP out in a while. <laughs> least, we, have, we have some more. So there's it's been a month or two. It's been a month or two. Um, so uh, cracks in the visage, visage is being released this Friday. So on the thirtieth, we'll be tuning in half an hour early and doing our little playthrough as a party. So come join us for half an hour early uh, before we go into the rest of ADSM. We'll be going through some of his live versions um, and live video performances and stuff like that. Um, it should be a laugh. So mm. yeah, come on down. Um, we hope that you've enjoyed this show. Uh, it's been a wonderful Thanksgiving. Black Friday bonanza, as they could say. Um, and yeah, so we'll hope to see you next time. Um, thank you, Lars, for joining. It's been lovely to sit and chat with yeah, you. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's well as well. Yeah, so good to see you. Hope you can, can make it again. Um, well, I was lucky that I managed to get off work early today, so yeah, <laughs> well, maybe it'll, it'll happen it'll again if it happened this time. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, coming forward. Um, it's always a pleasure. We love what you do over on Fringes of Sound. It's lovely to absolutely, have it back yeah. on. Back after hiatus is really very well informed reviews to be found over there. It is lush. It is lush. Yeah, yeah. I need to I need to get my website back up because I stopped paying for my hosting fees while I was on hiatus. <laughs> so somebody was like, "What happened to the site?" I'm like, "Oh, there it is." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just say your 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 rebranding 2.0 will launch soon. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm working on it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and uh, Willowbrand yeah. says, stoked I caught this. Yeah, we appreciate you hopping in. Uh, it's great yeah. to see you here, Willowbrand. I enjoyed your breakfast, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have some coffee while watching? You know, that's the way to that's the way to start the morning. It's all about the coffee with you, isn't it? It's all about the coffee with you. Morning. <laughs> In the morning, it's all about coffee. Anytime after that, it's water. He loves drinking it. If he can't drink it, he wants to know about other people drinking it. It's all exactly. about Exactly. <laughs> yes. Because wow. if I'm addicted, I got to think about it at all times. You know, <laughs> if I can't be drinking, I hope someone else can, and I can live vicariously through them. I like it. Uh, um, I'll I'll start drinking in a few hours from now. It's almost yeah. Thanksgiving, so that's a good chat. Good chat. Um, yeah, uh, to everyone uh, across stateside, uh, Lars Sunwolfer. Oh, uh, and Carl a- did say, "Of course, of course." So yeah, I just yeah, wanted to, yeah, <laughs> gotta have coffee, man. Very much so. Everyone have a lovely Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, enjoy it. Have a great time with your families. Go be thankful for whatever it is you want to be thankful for. We'll be back next week. Uh, so yeah, until then, take it easy. Yeah, thanks for watching. All right.